Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. This is, of course, Tim Harris with Real Estate Coaching Radio, and Julie is taking the day off, and I have a very special co-host, Mr. Dan Corkle. He is the co-founder of Follow Up Boss. Dan, welcome to the call. Welcome to the radio show. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. My pleasure. So, Dan, what is that ac- accent you have? Is that um, Southern Illinois? I can't quite place it. All right. Yeah. Temp- so, today I'll be giving <laughs> the interview in an Australian accent. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Dan is broadcasting live from Sydney, Australia. So, Dan, let's just jump right right in. Um, now, there, we choose, uh, as a lot of our listeners know, to reach out to folks like you who own businesses that are doing business with agents when we hear from enough of our coaching students good things. So we've been hearing a lot of great things about your business and what you guys do. And, again, uh, we thought we'd expose your service to over, our overall listenership, probably half of which are our own coaching students. So can you let everyone listening know what follow-up boss is? Yeah, sure. So essentially we created follow-up boss because we found um, a lot of agents and teams had this big problem where they're getting leads from all these different websites and lead providers like Zillow, and then they might have a couple of WordPress websites, and they're doing some pay-per-click stuff like that. So basically they're generating a whole ton of leads, but what's happening in a lot of cases is all these leads are just coming into your inbox and um, you don't really have a system to turn those leads into clients or a sales system. Um, they just kind of get lost in your inbox. And especially when you've got a team, you're kind of just trying to forward these leads out to your agent agents. And basically, um, you know, nothing ever really comes back. You kind of don't really know what happens after you send out that email with the lead. So we basically created our software to try and automate um, a lot of that process and, you know, take some of the work off the people doing the distributing and, you know, just let you track your marketing and ultimately just track what's happening to your leads, provide better service, and you know, turn more of them into customers. Interesting. So this is essentially a software version of what a lot of top producers have been doing for a long time, having like a leads coordinator. I'm sure you're familiar with that. There would, you know, traditionally, there would be somebody who would be on a you know, top producing agent's team or you know, a high, producti- high, high production team, and they'd have a uh, team member whose only job was essentially was to coordinate all the different leads coming in, some cases pre-qualify the leads, and then distribute the leads to the different team members and then hold those team members accountable um, to what happened with the lead. It sounds to me like your software has automated that process and essentially is taking that out of the hands of a human and making it probably a lot more reliable so that now it's software. Is that about right? Yeah, absolutely, because you know, even the best lead coordinator can only work 40 or 50 hours a week you know, obviously they get sick and take holidays and all these kind of things. And it just frees up that person that's, um, you know, coordinating the leads essentially to do higher value tasks rather than sit there all day and, you know, type leads into a, like an old CRM. I got it. So walk me through. A, a lead comes in from, say, an agent's, 
you know, WordPress site or whatever it is, right? And they, a, a lead comes in through the normal channel. Normally, it would just be sent to an agent's email, and then it's up to the agent what to do. So your software does what differently? How does it more efficiently handle that process? What, kind of walk us through if you can. Yeah, so it's um, essentially the lead comes in, and instead of just being emailed to the agent, it comes to our system first, and then we instantly email it out to the agent. So we've already entered it into our database, which means you know your marketing's tracked already. Um, we do a few things like go out and get that person's social media info, so we can find on Facebook, you know, a little bit more about who this person is based on what info they've shared. We'll send you that as well, so you have more information. And from there, really, you know, it's it's the start of kicking off some of the automation. So, for example, like if you're not able to reach that contact, we will have some automatic emails which will go out to you know to try and engage them, and you know, within the system, you can obviously then see all your notes and emails and that kind of thing. So it's, you know, it's really like all in one place and you don't really need to think too much about, you know, doing data entry besides, um, you know, doing what you need to do, which is call the lead and, you know, just leave notes on, on what's happening and set when you want to follow up next. So in essence, I, I think I understood what you said. Not only does basically you, you, you guys help call the leads from all the different sources, but then you also put the leads into, you know, you'll then notify the agent. That essentially, there's a task assigned. And then also there's a built-in uh, smart process that will email that lead for you. So, again, it sounds like not only is this a leads coordinator type, you know, widget, but it's also something that's going to act as almost an assistant for maybe a single agent who's getting leads from two or three different sources. So, so far, I can understand why so many of our coaching students like your product. So, but this isn't a CRM, right? I mean, not in a traditional sense. Um, the best way to think of it is, is a more automatic CRM. So, most of our clients, although they don't buy our system initially to become their CRM, they do end up switching to us as their full CRM because it kind of, when you think about it, uh, the problem most people have is they have too many databases. So you should really only have one. And whatever that system is, whether it's follow-up boss or something else, you really need to commit to one so that you can be as effective as possible. And so a lot of our clients, you know, sort of buy us to, to sort of streamline their lead flow, but then they end up consolidating uh, the CRM into our system as well. So. All right. So all of you guys who constantly ask me which CRM we suggest, try follow-up boss. <laughs> we get that question constantly. <laughs> it's probably yeah, one of our top five questions. Which CRM, which CRM? And, you know, guys, what I like best about this is that a lot of you are getting leads from your websites, maybe your broker's website. Some of you guys are buying leads, whatever it is. I like how he's got this integrated right into a CRM. And you also said something very interesting that's worth repeating, Dan. You said that you guys will actually go and try to search for more information on that lead so that it's not just basic information that an agent would traditionally get in a lead form. You said you're also going out and searching social networks for finding more you know, contact-relevant information. Tell me how that works. Yeah, so basically um, you can search by email address on all this kind of data. So like – so, you know, I'm Dan at followupboss.com. And, you know, if you plug my data into social networks, um, you know, you can, you can find some information on me, right, that I've chosen to share. And essentially our system just automates all that research for you. So we just go out and instantly look at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and, you know, essentially just pull that data back and just send it out to you. So, again, like what we're trying to do here is, is save people time and also do some of the things which they might not normally do. So, like, we save you the time of entering the lead and researching the lead, but a lot of people just 
wouldn't actually do that stuff in the first place because they're too busy. So we're, you know, we're really trying to automate as much as possible to make things easier. So I'm curious, um, have you guys ever done any research on the um, efficiency at, uh, like, for example, an agent that returns a lead call right away? Have you guys ever done any best practices studies amongst your best users as far as, you know, because we are always harping on these guys that lead follow-up and what we call furiously fast lead follow-up is probably, you know, one of the most important things in real estate, and yet it's one of the most you know, things that are usually not done correctly. Do you guys have any studies on amount of time between lead received and lead called for most efficient, um, you know, conversion? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely super critical, um, you know, as, as fast as possible is best. And we do actually track that across all, you know, every user in our system and across like, um, like company accounts. So we can actually see, um, you know, who does the best with our system and like the top people, are essentially down to around five to ten minutes average response time. So that's that's not their, most of the time they're responding in one to two minutes. Um, but the average across like 24/7 is like you know five to ten minutes. So that, those are our very very best people. And you know then it sort of it ranges back from there. Um, even like an hour I think is is very like above average for the real estate industry. So um, wow. but the more you can work on getting that number down. Um, you know, just the better results you see. So all those people that have those um, very fast responses, we also track like what percentage of people you contact. Their, their contact rates are much, much higher. Well, so this is extra cool now that I'm thinking about this because if you did have buyer agents and if you do have a staff, um, you know, now you know exactly how long they're taking to follow up on a lead. Now you can, exa- you know, you can prove to them by showing them percentages. You know, you guys keep track of what they sell and what they don't. Well, now you can... Uh, track it all the way from the top of your sales funnel when you generate a lead. Well, you know, guess what, Johnny? You were able to sell this guy a house and also notice the fact that you called him back when he was originally calling into our system, emailing into our system within a minute, you know? So it's an obvious direct correlation between effort and results. This is very, very clever. I like this. All right, that's, so moving yeah, that's down. that's a really good Go ahead, I was just going to say it's a super good point because when, when these deals do close, you can you can exactly look back and, and see, yeah, exactly like you said, like you called that person in the five minutes. It's it's like uncanny how often that happens. It's like the closed deal is the one you responded to straight away. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. I'm sorry, this wasn't on our, he and I are working off the list of questions, listeners, in case you guys didn't know that we always try to be organized part of the call. But, you know, it's worth asking, in Australia, real estate is not done the same way. You guys don't have, uh, you know, exclusive listings. and I mean, mostly it's an auction process. Isn't that the most dominant way to sell a property in Australia? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So it's extremely different here. We don't actually have any clients in Australia because it's it's a totally different system. Um, essentially, yeah, well, if you're selling a house, you'll generally have like an open house. Everyone that's interested will come to that. Um, there's basically two big websites in Australia. You'll put that house up you know, uh, you're listed on, and it costs you money to list on those websites. It's pretty expensive. And essentially then, yeah, everyone interested will come to the open house and then attend your auction. You know, they want to put in a bid. So estate agents or realtors or agents, whatever you guys call them, essentially they act as auctioneers for the properties that they list. Is that how it works? Um, Generally, they have like a, you know, like a dedicated auctioneer, which would be separate Ah. sort of from the listing agent. Um, Right. Yeah, so their their job is obviously to get the highest price, and they're really good at you know doing the auction thing. Um, but yeah, there would be no buyer's agent uh, generally. 
that's what I was about to ask. So there is no buyer's agent commission. So the seller's total commission when they're selling a house to the auction process, generally speaking, is how much? Um, you know, I'm not. I, I'm not. I couldn't say for sure. I, I know a lot more about U.S. real estate than I do Australian. So <laughs> it's. Um, but I, you know, I think it might be similar in, in the sort of similar range to around three percent or something. But I think it right. can also vary. So, yeah. We have coaching students all over the world, and it's very fascinating to me how different it is and yet how similar it is. I mean, at the end of the day, sellers always want the best price and best terms. You know, that never changes, um, of course. And then the flip side to it is the United States and maybe Canada are unique in that we have this buyer agency thing where a seller will pay um, you know, an, a competing agent hypothetically for bringing a buyer. I mean, it's kind of interesting. And, and guys, heads up, the rest of the world doesn't really work like that. So if you're looking for properties in most rest of the world and you're working with a realtor, you're going to actually have to pay that realtor uh, yourself directly unless you can negotiate in the sales commi- uh, in the in the sale process. So moving forward, um, now it's interesting as far as uh, like follow-up boss itself. Now, when did you guys come to the terms with, I mean, how many, there's so, so many of these guys that are getting in the business of selling leads to agents. Uh, are there any of these? Yeah. How do you guys keep up with that? I mean, there, I think I counted um, Tim Ventura and I, our producer, he and I were trying to figure out how many there were. And we think that in the last five years alone, there are essentially like 150 different companies in the United States that are trying to sell uh, buyer leads mostly to agents. And do you guys have a list of the companies you work with? Yeah, so the list is at like followupboss.com forward slash lead dash providers. And we're actually integrated with 150 already. So I know there's there definitely go. more. There's definitely more than that. You know, like we're not integrated with everyone. So, yeah. But I, I think we're pretty close. So I, I would guess between 150 to 200 sort of total people. So, again, this is worth drilling down on. When a lead comes in, follow-up boss after the uh, account holder has decided will then automatically assign the lead to a specific agent on your team. Now, if you're a broker, I have to think you have a lot of real estate broker clients. That has to be a huge user of yours, and they're assigning leads to their individual agents. Is there any real, like, how you know, your best practices from a broker's perspective, you know, U.S. broker, anything that works really well for them? Yeah, so I think the key thing is, that you either have a lead coordinator who's going to essentially respond to that lead straight away or you're sending that lead out direct to your agents. You don't want to have like an extra step of the lead comes to you, the broker, and then when you have time, you reassign it to an agent because that just slows down the response to the consumer too much. Like you might be in a meeting, you might be asleep, um, you know, like you're not going to be available 24-7. And then... Um, it just slows down that response because you've got to check your email and then the next person has to check their email, you know, to sort of get that lead. Um, So yeah, that's all I would say is like, if you're just getting um, a lead in and then waiting to sort of like assign it out to another person, like the first person that gets the lead really should respond straight away. That makes sense. Absolutely. So if someone on the team, how does it work within follow-up boss? So I'm a broker, you know, and I'm assigning an incoming lead to an agent. How do I know, or am I somehow notified if that agent doesn't follow up on that lead? What what kind of transparency do I have as far, as far as like you know from the essentially the the broker or the team leader or the rainmaker? What kind of uh, you know transparency and accountability tools are built into Follow Up Boss? Yeah, so essentially, um, you know, we kind of have like a big unactioned uh, like you know number on our dashboard, so you can actually see 
how many unactive leads are in your whole account across every agent. And yeah, you would just look at that essentially. So you can say like, look, I've got five unactive leads. Um, you know, like I need to get someone onto these straight away and possibly reassign them. You know, if someone is too busy to start getting, you know, to, to work those leads. Um, yeah, you, you might reassign them from there. So do you guys have any statistics on um, leads that were converted from long-term drip email campaigns or things of that nature? Do you have, have you guys ever been able to kind of track what the efficiency of those programs are? Um, you know, we don't really do a lot of tracking on in the sort of long-term drips. I think just in general, there are a lot of bad long-term drip campaigns. And I think that's it's sort of like something where there's, there's a lot of bad practices in the industry that, and yeah, well, from what we've found is a lot of people convert like one, uh, one client off a long-term drip and then they think that it's really effective and they should keep doing it. Um, <laughs> but yep. essentially, you know, th- we could talk a little bit more, I guess, about, you know, sort of more effective email marketing. But um, yeah, I think a lot of the long-term drips people are using through their CRMs are just essentially bad because they're not relevant and, um, you know, they just don't provide that much value to, to, to consumers. You know, that is so important, Dan. I really appreciate you saying that because Julie and I have been saying that for years and all of our coaches say that to all the clients because, again, this is another really common question I get, especially, you know, agents can go to free coaching calls for agents.com, free coaching calls for agents.com and request a free coaching call. And, guys, listen to what Dan's saying. I mean, these long-term drip email campaigns, I like what he said, you kind of rationalize that they work when you get one closed transaction, right? But, you know, look at the numbers. It, it just is really, it's really terrible. And it's not even, honestly, guys, the long-term drip email camp, campaigns are really not even worth doing. Because why? Because your best leads are always going to come from the leads that you follow up with immediately. So really, at the end of the day, literally, if all you did was followed up with all your leads that you got, like within, you know, as fast as possible, and we always say a minute or less, knowing most of you guys are going to take five minutes, so, you know, so five minutes or less, you follow up that lead, you, know, you use the script to pre-qualify that lead, you determine that lead's motivation, and then if that lead is motivated, if they're ready to go, then you actually have them as a client. You set the appointment, you go through the rest of the process. Anybody beyond that that isn't, able to, you know, isn't willing to answer the questions or doesn't answer the questions in such a way that they are determined to be motivated, why are you guys continuing to drip on them? Because we know statistically it doesn't matter. A lot of people are too early in the process and you know some of you guys have really crafty ways of getting people to email you so you know a lot of these leads it's the same problem a lot of you guys are having with zillow and truly and all the rest of it there's a lot of reasons to believe that a lot of the best buyers have already bought as a result of the housing market crashing and then things starting to come back in 13 and you guys have certainly felt the beginning of what's going to be a long-term real estate boom starting you know really this year i think the reality of it is, is a lot of the best buyers have bought so the buyers that are left are the ones that are still fixing their credit or the ones that, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. And now if um, the chief economist of Realtor.com is right, which I'm sure he is, that interest rates are going to start increasing next year, you guys are going to have to get really efficient at sifting through a lot of looky-loos because a lot of folks just simply won't be able to afford to buy a house. Bottom line is follow up immediately, and if they don't answer all your qualifying questions to your satisfaction, or, you know, coaching students use our scripts, then seriously reconsider whether or not you want to drip on them. They do create this false sense of security. And, you know, it's an unnecessary expense at the end of the day. Just focus on the ones that are ready to do business today and let the other people be the long-term, you know, seed planters and hoping and praying that they grow into something. Because, you know, fact is, guys, 
all the money is made in this business when you follow up with people immediately. It's so, so important. Um, so moving forward, another useful feature is that Vault Boss keeps a record of all emails and lead in the system, which lets you uh, easily find all the communication related to the prospect in a single place. That's very cool. So in other words, if your team member, guys, is entering in notes on that particular client or your agent, if you're a broker, then you can also basically just chime in there and find out what the, you know, what's been going on that particular lead, if anything whatsoever. I'm curious, is there any sort of uh, follow-up boss, like in between um, the consumer, once the lead has been put in the system, are the leads that, are the emails that maybe go back and forth, is any of the further communication captured within the system? Yeah, so that's the awesome part is we're capturing all the emails between you and the lead or, you know, between your buyer's agents and the leads. And so you don't actually even have to send the email from um, from our system. So you can actually just connect your email to us one time. And let's say, you know, you email a lead from your iPhone and that will just go automatically in the system. So, again, we're trying to really reduce the amount of work there and that amount of upkeep. Um, the other cool thing is we know then – when someone has emailed you back, right? So we can stop um, like our short-term engagement drips. So we can actually stop those automatically. But a lot of other systems, the problem you have is once someone responds to you, um, the system still keeps sending out like, you know, hey, I just wanted to reach out and, you know, try and, try and get in contact with you. Um, so again, just trying to automate as much as possible. But yeah, all the emails are in there. You just connect your email address one time and then you just choose if you want to share those emails with your team. Um, you just, and yeah. Dan, you just said something really cool. So in other words, uh, a lead comes in, um, the lead then, your system then fall, start, starts sending out uh, knowing that your that lead hasn't responded to any of the autoresponders in essence. But as soon as they do, and you guys, and there's a follow-up boss that sees there's a communication happening between the agent and the prospect, then that short-term lead follow-up uh, drip campaign is cut off. That's what you just said? Correct, yeah, because our only goal with that short-term campaign is to get them in contact with you, to get them to engage if you can't reach them already, right? So that's that's exactly right. That's badass. That's awesome. All right, cool. So moving forward, um, you're all, I assume there's probably some ridiculous levels of you know uh, reports, charts, and graphs and whatnot. These could, am I correct about that? Yeah, so we basically give you reporting uh, based on agent and based on lead source. So you can see how well your agent's doing it following up. And, you know, when wow. it comes time to renew, like, your Zillow contract or whatever it is, wherever you're spending your lead generation money, you can actually go back and say, look, for the last quarter, I got this many leads and this many of them were trash and this many we got in contact with. Um, so you've got all that right there to sort of make those decisions. And that's something that actually I, I feel like is a big problem as well. A lot of people aren't looking at their numbers close enough. They're just kind of uh, renewing these programs, again, maybe because they closed one deal, right? And they think, well, I closed that deal, so it's worth it. I'm going to keep going. But you can actually look at your numbers a bit better, see which lead sources are the best, and double down on those. Maybe cut a few of the, um, you know, a few of the losers. So you just triggered two questions. Number one, do you find that the so, for example, you brought up Zillow. Would Zillow work better in one market for one agent than it would, say, for example, in another agent in another market? So are you finding that the results, as far as the quality of the leads, differ depending on the market? Um, I, I think there is definitely, you know, an aspect of that. I mean, how many leads you get um, in different markets is going to vary as well. So, like, you know, it's more viable in some markets than it is in others. And But ultimately, like, I kind of look at, like, what can you control the easiest? And that's your own response and your own follow-up. And so for most people, like, 
that's where we get them to start. It's like really nail that down because if you haven't done that first, it's really hard to judge if Zillow or any other lead provider um, is giving you good leads, right? Because if you don't have the process to follow up with them, they're basically all going to be bad leads, right? Because you're not, you don't have right. a process in place. Well, that is the bottom line. And, you know, it, it always goes back to the same thing, fast lead follow-up or what we call furiously fast lead follow-up. Um, now, like the, second question, the second question, you guys can borrow that. The second question <laughs> um, that I have for you, and this might be another question that you uh, don't necessarily have a direct answer, but I bet you you do. What lead sources right now are providing the best quality leads for agents? Um. You know, it's a tough question. I mean, definitely all the portals um, are worth trying out if there's some available, you know, in your zip code. Um, there's still a lot of people generating leads via pay-per-click, so they have their own IDX website, and, you know, they're generating pay-per-click to that website, generating buyer leads. And um, a lot of people are starting to get um, started with, like, seller landing pages and things like that. So they're sort of the, you know, the, the main sort of trends we see, I guess, in the most popular sort of places to get leads. Um, but again, you know, I kind of just recommend to everyone, you know, get started. You probably already have a few and just focus on really locking down your process before you start, uh, I guess, looking for like the, the best lead provider because you can sort of get a lot more value just by, you know, uh, improving your own uh, uh, follow-up systems. And like you said, furiously fast follow-up, that's going to get you probably more results than, than changing lead providers. Yeah, I'm, I agree 100%. So um, two things I hope all of you guys are listening. Of course, furiously fast lead follow-up. You'll hear from us on this radio show constantly and everybody else that knows uh, to keeps track of statistics. You heard Dan who has this – you guys got to think from his perspective, right? So he has all these agents around the you know country, maybe even the world, who are tracking through his system the number of leads they have coming in from various sources – he has analytics behind his system that can then track to see who is doing the best at converting leads to sales and then also what lead sources are the best. And you can see where it keeps on going back, and he said it very elegantly, focus on your ability to follow up with the leads, focus on your ability to do quick lead follow-up, focus on your ability to really be good at pre-qualifying. I mean, that's the bottom line before you start adding more lead sources. You know, a lot of you guys yeah. are buying into more and more lead sources because these guys are pounding the phones and calling you and prospecting you constantly. But the reality of it is is that you suck at lead follow-up. So get good at lead follow-up. Get good at asking the right questions in the right order. Um, and that's really key to you guys, your pre-qual scripts that you use. Coaching students, you sure as heck better be using the ones that are part of your coaching program. And, and then start adding more spokes or adding more lead generators if you choose to. You know, there's no such thing as a bad lead, guys, at the end of the day. But the reality of it is is there are a lot of uh, bad agents that are trying to wa- that are basically wasting a lot of good money on potentially good leads. That's the cold hard fact. So, you know, as we evolve all these lead generation businesses, how many of these guys have you're seeing to start pivoting towards generating seller leads? I know that there's we're starting to see the bubbling up of that. Have you seen any of that starting to happen in earnest? Um, yeah, I mean, we've got a few systems that we work with. Um, home value leads is one. And there's a couple of other, uh, you know, sort of similar uh, landing page, uh, seller landing page generators. And yeah, it definitely uh, sort of like seems to be a business model, which is really taking off. A lot of people are starting to do it. Um, so it should be very easy for anyone listening to get a seller landing page up. You know, you, you should be looking to pay around, you know, $50 a month, not really uh, much more than that. And yeah, you can you can get one set up. So um, yeah, if you want if you want to follow those up, 
again, though, like, you know, it's you have to have a system for following up. So a lot of them uh, give you some help with that. So they, they give you the kind of like direct mail pieces you should be sending out um, and the kind of thing you should be doing afterwards. But again, like it's all about the follow up. Like don't think $50, I'm going to get a really easy lead source. Um, it's all about the work, you know, that kind of goes in after that, right? Yeah, exactly. So you have, um, we're coming to the end of today's show, a couple other questions um, that I have written down in front of me. After the sale, after the closing process, does follow-up uh, boss have anything built in for uh, past clients, centers of influence, anything that happens after the transaction? Yeah, so um, what you can do is we have basically what's called a stay-in-touch list. So you can see everyone in your uh, database that you haven't emailed or you know gotten in contact with in the last 45 days. You can adjust that number if you want to for your you know for your own purposes. But essentially, yeah, we're, we're trying to um, keep you in touch with people after the sale. Um, a lot of people are missing out, um, you know, on a lot of deals by not following up um, after the transaction and asking for a referral. So it's 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 a pain point, you know. I've heard direct from you know consumers, and if you really just you know, stay in touch after the sale. Um, just make sure they're happy with everything and, you know, just say thanks and all that kind of good stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of people leaving money on the table there as well. And so that's like the back end of online lead conversion because you can get this lead from Zillow and you convert it. You can also turn that into another deal when that person refers, right? So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of optimization there as well uh, that people can do. So let's talk about pricing and let's talk about the onboarding process. Sure. Basically, um, our pricing is all up on our website. So if you go to followupboss.com, hit plans and pricing, that will tell you all the team pricing. Um, we also have like a solo agent uh, plan we can we can offer to your listeners. We, that isn't on the website, and that's basically $49 per month. So if you're an agent and you have a lot of leads, um, you know, that would be a good one for you. And we could also put up like a special link if anyone from the show, you know, listening wants to uh, do a free trial as well. We're happy to do that. And oh, that's cool. Let, let let me jump in there. So uh, Tim Ventura, our, our producer, is listening. Tim, please get from him or um, Dan. You can just email to Tim or myself all those links, and I'll drop them in the email yep. that we send out to our entire list. Uh, we have 300,000 agents that we're going to email this show to, and uh, then we'll get that link back. That that would be great, especially the one where you're going to give them a free 30-day trial. I love those. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, onboarding is pretty easy. I mean, we basically have a form you fill out. You tell us about, you know, everywhere you're getting leads and, you know, where your current database is. And we just help you kind of get it all set up, um, import any, you know, past clients or anything you want to into the system to stay in touch with those as well. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty straightforward uh, in getting set up as well. So if you were a broker with a bunch of agents and you wanted to offer this to your agents, do you guys have any sort of affiliate program for the brokers? Uh, we don't have an affiliate program. So most brokers essentially just, you know, buy a team plan. And, you know, then they sort of like optimize their lead conversion through that. And, and some of them, you know, it, it can sometimes be an idea to get your agents to kick in for your lead generation uh, and, and, you know, the follow-up system. So it's, it's, it's kind of good when people have a bit of a buy-in. Um, but, yeah, a lot of them just would pay for it, um, yeah, for their agents as well. 
Well, I mean, you just bring up a lot of creative ideas here. So we are we're huge advocates of agents learning how to be listing agents and focusing all their best energies every day on being listing agents. Because the fact is, guys, it's almost impossible to be a really good listing agent and a really good buyer's agent. And so a lot, of, you know, you guys are cutting this predict, caught in this predicament. What should I be doing with all the buyer leads that my hypothetical listings or my current listings will generate? Well, here's a simple idea for you: use follow up, boss. Find some agents in your marketplace that you know love working with uh, buyers. And put them as part of your downline. So, in other words, when you have a you know a buyer lead comes in, uh, you guys don't want to work buyers anymore. Once you've gotten your listing count up, send those referrals off to other independent agents, and you can kind of basically track their efficiency at converting that lead to a sale. Um, and then, you know, now a lot of you guys are going to be thinking, well, Tim, that means I lose the relationship with that client. No, after the transaction is in contract, after that buyer with that other agent who doesn't work for you, could even be at a different broker after they're in contract, then that transaction, that folder comes back to your office, and then you guys close it. That way you basically keep the relationship with that client long after they close. So, you know, in essence, you have done uh, delegated all the hard effort of driving people around on Sundays, showing them properties, and then you can even charge, depending on your marketplace, 25%, of course, and I know some agents are paying considerably more for buyer leads. Again, uh, coaching students, you guys are focused on becoming listing agents. So one of these days, hopefully sooner than later, you're going to have to cut back on working with buyers, and that's the best way to do it. Use follow-up boss to track what happens to those leads. Very, very clever. Yes. Brokers, obviously, you guys are already seeing how this will work. You know, This is essentially an evolution to floor, point, uh, floor, uh, floor time, right? Leads now come in. You guys can then assign them to different agents. You can decide what days and how many leads agents will be getting. You can show the agents in your office or team leaders. You can show the agents that work for you what their efficiency is at converting leads. So Steve gets more leads than Betty because guess what? Here's Steve's follow-up time. Here's Steve's efficiency at converting a lead into a sale. So I love the aspect of this because it really helps a lot of you guys who have been struggling what to do and how to build your businesses, brokerages, and otherwise. This gives you a really great backbone, um, and it doesn't require that you have uh, a bunch of new staff that you have to train because the system does it for you. So very clever. Dan, I really appreciate you being my co-host today, and I really appreciate your time. Um, so guys, we're going to be sending, or if you're listening to this in replay, as a lot of you do, just click to the description. You're going to see the direct link so you guys can sign up for 30 days for free. Dan Corkle, broadcasting live from Sydney, Australia. I really appreciate your time. Oh, and by the way, good morning, Dan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tim. It was, it was awesome. Fun, so. Have a great day, and I really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, listeners. And guys, reach out to Follow Up Boss if you're ready for a system like this in your business, which probably most of you are. Oh, no more questions to your coaches about what's your preferred CRM or our preferred CRM. Check out Follow Up Boss, and then you guys can also, of course, check out Top Producer and all the rest. Have a fantastic day, listeners, and we'll talk with you tomorrow. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.